it is becoming something I pray for daily more now because I sense that the, the responsibility, the, the weight, the burden comes upon me. Seriously, I feel it. You know, even after, you know, it took forever so long, you know, the process. And uh, I believe, you know, like Paul, we have to, hustle, we have to juggle through um, the, 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 the relational. But the three things that mainly I want to focus on is preaching on Sunday and preaching three times a month, okay? First three weeks. <coughs> I do miss you guys, I worship leader. <laughs> so three months, three times. And the second thing, Sunday school, obviously. Sunday school, the first 15 minutes or so, I would talk this way about what is, what is God put in my heart and stuff before I go to the teaching and the questioning, etc. Okay, this Sunday school. Sunday school is really, really important to me. I cannot imagine anybody can be a leader in, in my, my church, the church I pastor, if people don't come for Sunday school. Sunday school is a little bit of debriefing as well, debrief from, for me, because I don't have a leadership training session with, with you guys. So this is sort of built in. So this is really important to me. I want you to know and spread the word, get the people to come. The third thing is that I can't imagine people to be in the leadership uh, if people don't come for prayer meeting, all right? So I want you to bear the, bear, put in your heart. And I, I don't want to be legalistic, but I just want to exhort and encourage you to come. Uh, so work it out, your, your schedule. I said that if you, 8 o'clock starts, you know, you can come at 15, 8, 20, whatever time. So do come and join, you know. Um, so my church, you know, um, we pray very intensely before. <clears throat> so three things. And, and uh, you guys are welcome to, to, to email me, text me, whatever things you have. When you talk to me, I got, I got your phone numbers, I think. Johnny, Ming, uh, Charlie, John. Gary, I think I have. Uh, Lam, Lam, give it to me, okay? So these are the few things that I want to focus on. Any questions? Yeah, I, I, I have a question. Leadership, like leadership teams and something, this is a new concept for me in regards to terminology within the church. Probably because from an OPC yeah. background or a PCA background, That's right. <laughs> there's no such thing as leadership teams within the church. It's usually deacons and elders, and they do have assignments that they give to various people in the church to help out, but how are you going to be using the leadership team in, well, in the like, general construct right, right, of the right. church government? Yeah, yeah, good question. PCA, I'm kind of familiar too because we've been attending the Redeemer Church. I'm doing church polity, which is totally mm -hmm. Presbyterian. Book of, Book of the Order, Church Order thing, which will start next month in Orlando. But I'm already reading uh, Dr. Waters' book about how Jesus runs his church. So I will implement a lot of this stuff. But I'm not going to take wholesale from PCA per se. Because I'm from a charismatic evangelical. So the leadership, what I'm talking about, Charlie, is more like evangelical um, I would say they're they like, in, in the context of lilac now, you know, you, you, we don't have elders, okay? We have deacons. Deacons are semi-elders sort of way, you know, in a weird way or sense, but it is what it is now. We have to say, work with it. Remember this, you know, we work with what we got and uh, multiply, all right? And then changes will happen. So the, elder, the leadership, I, my term leadership is the people who are taking uh, responsibility in some sense, okay? No, nothing formal because it's so fluid right now, right? I mean, I'm asking you guys to, Charlie, you to coordinate men's fellowship, okay? In some way, it's, it's, it's sort of a you know, facilitator thing. 
and means suggested she would be facilitating the Sunday school while I'm <coughs> I'm not here once a month, I guess. Well, I, I, yeah, I, what I'm saying is we can do a rotation. I, not everybody, you know, would, I might chase people away like <laughs> a couple of years ago. So uh, let's, yeah, like uh, I will be part of it. Yeah. No, I want more people within this group to be involved in uh, <coughs> leadership in a not you know just get get used to this Charlie it's just a do it something who serve the Lord okay if you like team who actually function yeah function function John do you understand what I'm saying from care, from evangelical background yeah I think I think basically try to explain that to Charlie Pastor I think it's like a role <laughs> it's like a role that we play yeah. in our group. <coughs> Sorry, like a role that we yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's our duty. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> you will have some responsibility. You know, everybody has to serve the Lord. Okay, that's it. Everybody serves God. So, in whatever function, I just call it loosely some leadership because that's the the, the, the platform I'm talking to. To I think I think I have to speak to Charlie about military here in the military. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it's, it's the same thing. That's a structure yeah. in the military. That's my work, same thing. Yeah, this is me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I might be wrong. Gary, yeah. I, I believe leadership. Anybody is leading a ministry, or any deacon, trustee, anybody <clears throat> as a leader mm -hmm. needs to be coming to the prayer meeting. Need to be the example. I agree. Exactly. Need to be the example. But how are you going to encourage people to come to prayer meeting when they don't come? These are, I'm talking about some of the leaders. I know. But what I'm saying, what leader? I'm if you're, if you're a Sunday school teacher, you're a leader. Yeah. Oh, the, the leader I need you to work with me and, and help me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting my input. I won't, you won't see me unless they call me to help, help out here. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be in my, my own church You are now. absolutely on the dollar. Yeah. This, I have been, yeah. I'm not used to, you know. I mean, it, the two basic things. Yeah. Okay, servants of God. Servants of God, if you like. Servants or leadership, some, some format. I mean, the real formal leadership, you're talking about deacons, okay? Deacons. And I want men's group, uh, small group leaders. Presbyterian has that. Redeemer Church has small group leaders all over. Like, they have like 200 small group leaders. These are leaders, right? Uh, so so I, that's what I mean. So I have men, I'm a woman, so men is the leader of the women's group leaders. And next time we have a few more women's group. You know, this is, we're exploring, trying to, to, to start up this men's group. And I want some testimony to come to church to, to impart, excite the people. Hey, it's happening, you know. So I want the people to get a feel it's happening. It's not just from the pastor saying, oh, it's fine, you're the pastor. How about let's hear from me or somebody here, you know. Good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good you, the people here are the ones that attend things. It's just like, yeah. it's not very easy to get the people to come. And there's something that's missing that we need to So provide. what do you think that is? I'm, you're, you're asking the wrong person. I'll tell you. <laughs> you, you asked me, I sent out, I wrote a nice letter to every, all the men, and I even sent it out to the wives as well. To ask them, could you please exhort your husbands to come to something? It's, it's participating. Did you get any response? Johnny wrote back first and even offered to cook, do the, the cooking. So, Johnny, what you need to do is reply all so that people know you are participating and you are, it's contagious, this thing, okay? And John replied. 
And John, so you guys. So you already have three. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, no. I mean, you have. So, I mean, but, but let me put a little context on this, too. You, you asked me to do it. You have to remember that someone just cc'd a letter to everyone telling me to mind my own business and to back off. <laughs> it's okay. That's a, a few weeks ago. Who? A few weeks ago? Yeah. But in the, in the family, you always have argument, right? That's why we are family. <laughs> so it's okay. You got to know that family. That family person. Like Susan and I, we live together. When, when the three months we live together, we have arguments too. That's what family is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You hear that? Yeah. I'm just barely starting. <laughs> no, no. Let me connect and some comments about I think this, this uh, I, my style is, you, you, I like to do it more relaxed, informal way. Which is doing. And uh, maybe uh, just, how many do you have men in your ladies' group? Oh, not too many. <laughs> We're hoping uh, Four, the three, five, the three, three. is normal. Uh, Gina, Janice, myself. Uh, I'm encouraging Yen to come more often. And Pauline used to come very consistently, but she's been ill. And what about Cindy? Oh no. Cindy, because she's in youth group. The because Friday evening okay. is our time, but that's conflict. Yeah. Okay. She's so talking. so Johnny is also you are involved in the youth on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. I lead it. So. so maybe you know you guys want to. Think, yeah. Well, we have special gatherings. Cindy <laughs> doesn't. Okay. So Greece. yeah. So the youth thing. There's another big subject. We need to look at it. I I I do want more people to help on the youth so that you know no. Everybody should be sitting in, 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 the in the Sunday service to be fed the Word of God. Especially the deacons, especially the leadership, especially these people, so that we, we can sense the presence now, the presence of God, but what God is doing now. You're going to have to use your discretion in deciding where people's gifts lie. Because it's not that easy. Just because people showed up for a Bible study doesn't mean that they're leaders. Every, we all have different gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, Charlie. So. But, but right now, we just go easy. You know, if you get a four or five people, which I think sounds like you do have now, yeah. So you can, uh, you know, so, so I, I would do that way. So to, to hang out and, and uh, I mean, if, if, like that's why I said, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I do need some volunteers to give me, help me 15 minutes on the job. I interview 20 minutes. So John is volunteering. Is there anybody here? Can I, can I see your hands? Do you want to say volunteer what? In my class, I have this, uh, what do you call, faith and vocation, faith and works class. It's very, very important, actually, because it's how you integrate your work into your faith. Okay? So that you don't see your work as a waste of time. You know, I just want to do Bible study, you know. Why do I drive a bus for? Why do I do, uh, is doing the ducting sheet metal? Why do I do that? Because I want to save souls, you know. So, so this is talking about creation. Fall redemption. So how do you see the redemption of Christ in your work? Garden of Eden, God started with work. God told Adam, tend the garden. God didn't tell uh, Adam, lead the Bible study now, which is very important. But at that time, you know, just look after the garden. Make sure everything is good. This is part of the process of growing together and strong, okay? I haven't gone the whole thing yet. I'm telling you what the little that I know, but I will be, but the course required me to take 
they say half an hour. I don't think you need half an hour, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Basically, the question I email you, like, what, what do you think your work? How does your, your faith apply to your work? How do you feel about your work? I can't even remember. So if I just need if two more. John, uh, Johnny, you can do it. Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's all. I think really that uh, we, we do have to look at when choosing elders in the church. Well, we're not there yet, though. No, 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 no. But it's the same thing with personal. I do this all the time in my business. I got 300 students in my school. I have to pick a leadership team uh, every five months. So, and I get new people because some people move on. But in selecting, it's personality driven. It has to be the kind of personality, we, we call them blue types, that are very effervescent, they're fun to be around, there's zero negativity in the way that they talk, and they have that kind of uh, personality where you say, you know, I, I like the way I feel when I'm around this person. Mm -hmm. You know, they make me feel good. They're that's not really an energy important. vampire Chemistry. sucking energy out of me just by being. Yeah, that's important. And those kind of people, you can train a little bit and you can. They are wonderful to have. Then there's some people that are like security guards. They just put their hands behind their back and they look on their stand in the background. They're not going to do much. Um, everything that you ask them to do is like a burden. And you have to see where, where does this person's gift lie? You know, some, like with the elders, some are preaching elders, some are teaching elders, some are elders are just, they take care of the bookkeeping. Right, right. But whatever their strength is, there's no sense in putting them in another job. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they no. They can't do it. Yeah. That, that gifting thing we, we will discern. We need more people. Yeah. I think one of the main focuses that we do have to look at is how do we get people through our front door? Yeah. This morning we had uh, one, one new gentleman, Russell, his name I told, told you guys. So we're going to follow up with him. And, uh, you know, you, some of you already said hello to him. You know him. John, you know him, right? I've, I spoke to him on the phone uh, last week by accident. <laughs> well, you're the reason he's here. Huh? You're the reason he's here. Yeah. Because he, he, he's so, going through some challenges. That's something that you could talk to him about. But the idea is because you talked with him, he felt comfortable and he says, well, let me go see what they're doing. He liked it this morning. Well, he got something from your message and that hit, hit him in his heart. Yeah. See, so there's something there, but he's also got challenges and that's... Yeah, so, so this is really important. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so, so this it's is important. Really if, if somebody's new... So if somebody's new, come to church, and some, especially some of you know the person... I, this is what we do. We call follow up. So if you, if some, you don't know him. If Min didn't tell me quickly, he's not one. He's not usually here. Yeah. Go get him. I mean, that's good job, Min. I, 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 so I'm chasing him out the front door, trying to get him before he leaves. Good job. This is the spirit we want. Min, that's the spirit, and that's the spirit. You know, that contagious, that enthusiasm. Yes, but that's three of us. That's John. Opening with the invitation. Right, right. That's Min recognizing somebody's there, and that's her sending me after him. Don't let him get out the front door. Right, right. I stopped him, and then you came and got them, and then, right. then John came. Team work. See, that's, that's the whole thing. It's yeah, yeah. about the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know what yeah. How, how do you accidentally get to talk to him? I mean, what? you say it was an accident, you talk to him. Well, I, th there's a guy by the name of Clayton who used to come to this church, uh -huh. and we stayed in, in touch. Uh -huh. So he's going through another crisis now, he's moving, and I gave him a call last Sunday on my way home from church. 
He said, yeah, he was taking the last load of stuff, clothes and stuff, out to his new place out in Master Beach, way out in the Middle East. And uh, he said his friend Russell was there helping him move. And he was on speakerphone. And so we started talking, and then uh, I started just addressing Russell, because Russell made a comment about something in the background, and we started talking. And so we had a three-way conversation. I didn't know what the guy looked like, you know. It was just like... He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He is. And uh, he, he works with the Vaborants. You saw talk to him and then... I saw talking to him. And, you know, I mean, Clayton probably filled him in that we used to go to church together and over here. Fantastic. We should invite Clayton back as well. I just want to hear him continue how... Okay, sorry. How did come to church? How did you actually invite him to come to church? I mean, how does it lead from there to here? Uh, I think I might have invited him, you know, I mean, and Clayton probably, you know, Clayton brought me here. Oh, oh wow. So. Somebody told me Clayton invited him this morning. Is this oh, somebody? So it could be. Right. It could be. It could be. Clayton probably yeah. said, why don't you go check it out? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Oh, he told me. Because I said to Clayton, you know, come, you know, come, you know, Charlie and I and, and uh, Johnny. And you see, this, you see, this is a windows opportunity of growth. These are the ones, you know, who have been here, have been touched by God a little bit here and there. And then we need to follow up. You know, I had a system before, which I will not do it, but it should be modified to suit your context. You think, you think let, me, let me bring it up, you think about it. We have a, a system, like new people coming, we will, we will see who, whose friends are they, and they have been sort of assigned or whatever, they follow up, say hello, do something, connect with the new people. That's the way the church is going to grow, all right? It's much, much better to go to the supermarket to, to give out tracts to people, to total strangers. I'm telling you, people, the fact that people step into our church and sit through and say, your message spoke to me as well, that's huge. We've that's had a number big. of people that have stumbled in yeah. off the streets. Yeah. Well, the church is very small now, but we used to have a welcome team. Talk, focusing on the newcomer. Mm-hmm. Those are what, there's a lot of immediately follow up, reach out to them right after service. We used to have the yeah. team. And we also have a team, the EE team. They're the one who go visit them. The EE team? EE team. What is EE? Evangelist Explosion. Oh. Yes. They're the one who go to their house and visit them. No, I, the, one, the way I prefer we is... We, we don't have that. Kind of work yeah, yeah. We the way the way the COVID thing the COVID thing, the, COVID thing. Oh the way I prefer yeah. is yeah no. the way I prefer is that those who know personally and the one they're gonna follow up that'll be more natural organic that's it mm-hmm. the, the, it's gotta be spirit led yeah if you love people John my man <laughs> you know if you love people you just you know you do what comes natural exactly you, right? I want everything to be uh, you know more natural I, spontaneous I hate this, uh, formal team you know you are uh, sign your name over here, we'll put you on our mailing list, you know. I mean, it's like, if I walk into a church, I'm not impressed by that at all. I've never been, even when I'm... Yeah, it may be good for some people, but okay, yeah. I got your point, yeah. It's fun. All right, so, so, so the, I, I'm, I just want to stir the spirit. The, the spirit and attitude of a heart is the most important. What main did, oh, there's a new person, somebody go on to, to talk. That's great. So I just want to uh, encourage that and... Uh, and to compliment that. That should be our spirit. And, and say hello. To, and then I, I, I already got his email. I'm gonna, I emailed him something. I said, you know, I, I do give up some short talks. And, 
and things happening. So I told him that I'll be back in January. So anyway, so the, uh, John and Charlie, you guys talk to him. So just keep doing that and say hello to him. You know, when your men's fellowship started, maybe you should invite him. That would be a great idea. I would. Yeah. I just wish I had the... Email? I know I brought a bunch of informational tracks here that I got covering everything from divorce to my brother-in-law's gay or something. Oh, it, it just every subject. I had them, I brought them in. Cindy put them somewhere and I couldn't find them because he, he mentioned a specific issue and probably, but that's more personal and I think that would be Which appropriate. Uh, marriage problems. Okay. So that would be the topic that if you, when you get a chance to talk, that's what brought him in here today. He's suffering, that's something in his heart. Something he got in the sermon spoke to him too. So, I mean, that's, he's dealing with the situation. That's what brings everybody through the front door. Yeah, need. They have, there's something empty okay. inside that they can't fill anywhere else. Well, when we Maybe this will do know it. God, how could we come here for God, right? Yeah, we did exactly. not know God. Well, he, he is, I think he said he was Catholic. He was, was Yeah, he, he goes to a church there, Catholic church oh. right there. But he, he's no disillusioned with it now. Yeah, I know. So, and, and so now there's an opportunity to, to hear the, the, get the pure water, yeah. the word. <laughs> Hallelujah. And glory, so, glory. <laughs> that's why I wanted, if I only had something better for him to, more specific. Okay, you some daily bread, I don't. I gave him one of those, but I, when I scanned through it real quick, it didn't really cover what Oh, boy. You never know. Sometimes. You see, that's why we need a weekly small group, you know. If you, if you leave it three months, three weeks before the monthly thing happens, you know, all the churches that we, we visited in Manhattan is so weekly, you know, weekly. What time? Well, it's up to people, 7 o'clock. Oh, Doreen goes to the one weekly, is what time? Um, well, before COVID, it was like seven for dinner, and then seven thirty. What what day? Which day? Friday. Oh yeah, see, Friday is popular, but, <laughs> but Friday the use, of course, that has to be used on Friday. But it can so, be, it can select whatever day. That's like I know, but all the other people, actually, everybody wants Friday night. That's the thing. <laughs> the rest of the week is just difficult. Too tiring. Th Thursday is not a bad night. Wait a minute, that's our night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's night. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. It's, uh, I know it's our night, but you're free on Thursday. Yeah. So uh, I, I can be free when I need to be. What I'm saying is, we don't have to do it any more than twice a month. Right. Okay. Yeah, twice a month is a good one. Really. No, good. no. I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about oh. the music. That's our rehearsal night, Thursday. We picked Thursday because Char, that's Charlie's light night. He doesn't have to teach karate on, on Thursday night. Okay, going back to that, uh, I mean like Russell, case in point, uh, you know. So you got to wait like three weeks. It, it's, it, it's, you got to hit it while hot, you know. I know, but this is important. So, you know, like today, Within this one week, while hot, you should invite him for this small group, you know, whatever. He can still come talk next week. Pastor Jeff's Jews pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. Invite him. Yeah. Actually, we. Uh, next week. Yeah. Next yeah. few weeks. Is He's got a bulletin as well, right? Huh? He's got a bulletin as well. Does he? No, I don't know. I don't know. Email. I just gave him the little 
Okay, I've got his email, so that's good. So that's a way to. I just want to emphasize it's very important to follow up. Okay, so if God brings people here, that's precious, right? So that'll beat a thousand days on the Mars supermarket. God brings them here, you look after them. Okay. <laughs> I'm repeating out the wife's work right now. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm telling you. Keeps us on track. So let's good. So let's let's do uh, uh, on prayer. Okay, let's do prayer, and this will be an opening dialogue. <coughs> Event initially, I was thinking of praying in the spirit, which praying in the spirit is not necessarily tongues, but it could be tongues. But what I mean is praying in 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 the power of the Holy Spirit and the burden and the in the verse I sent you now because I'm I'm going by this book is the background of spiritual warfare. You know, you do pray in the spirit, in the context of spiritual warfare. Okay, you know, do you guys have my email about that? Let me just talk about that a little bit. Okay, so uh, I talk about prayer about this, about the um, Sunday school, right? Sunday school. Okay, so so, mm-hmm. What is that? Do you guys have that? Yes, there you go. All right. Ephesians 6, okay. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 to 20 says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm therefore, having belted your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having striped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you are able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, all these are the helmet thing, right? Spiritual warfare. First, we need to know that we're the evil day. That we, we know. We all know. But sometimes we kind of forget. We are in the evil day, one. Two, he says, stand firm. How do you stand firm if you don't have the, all the uh, spiritual weapons ready? Breastplate. You've got to walk righteous before God. Okay? So you have to uh, put on the faith and, and, uh, and, and also the word of God, the sword of the spirit. Now, verse 18 is the one I want to. That's in the context of that. Verse 18 said, with every prayer and request, pray at all times in the spirit. Capital S. Pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be alert for all perseverance and every request for all the saints. That's why Wednesday night is very important. How can you fulfill this without coming together to pray? It says, you know, uh, with this in view, uh, be alert with all perseverance and request for all the saints. You, you and I are supposed to pray for all the saints, at least the people in our community. All right? That's why functionally it's impossible to fulfill this verse if we don't have a community to pray with for one another. That's why it is important. That's good. Uh, you know, like John often wants bring up some of the social, some of the social concern or political social concern of America, what they do in Virginia school and all this stuff, and then we pray. You know, that's and we pray for the sick in our in our in our church, pray for uh, Pauline, for example, every Wednesday night because she is going through, you know, hard time. And we need to support one another, right? So that's really good. But you cannot do that. You cannot participate. You can't even participate in persevering prayer for every request for all the saints if you don't come. 
So that's really important. Verse 18. Verse 19, and pray. Oh, yeah. So every spirit, pray at all times in the spirit. That's Holy Spirit. Pray at all times. Not just Wednesday night even. Okay, pray at all times in the Holy Spirit. Okay, if you pray in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit leads you to pray the scripture. Psalms will be the best. Psalms is the best prayer manual. For me, because I do speak, pray in the tongues like like Paul, Apostle Paul, I pray in tongues more than anybody else. Not the prophetic tongues. Not the tongues come with it require interpretation. The one you pray privately at home. So that's what he's talking about. And do that. Do everything. You know, like my, my colleague, my friend, he's, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's, she's talking about it too. Verse 19. And pray in, in my behalf that speech may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. Pray all the time. We may share the gospel with our friends, proclaim the gospel. You know. But you, you know, pray, uh, preaching the gospel, pray to make the gospel to everybody comes after praying in the Holy Spirit. The ho- praying the Holy Spirit comes after putting all the helmets of salvation and, and uh, the breastplate of righteousness. If you don't walk in righteousness, it's very hard to pray in the Spirit because the Spirit will rebuke you and then you, you go back to square one. It's all in the package. You say, you say, oh, I just want to pray. But you don't walk in righteousness. You know, you, you don't walk in, uh, you, you don't, you, you know, the, the enemies, the devil come and shoot arrows at you. You, you crumble. He said, I can't pray anymore. See, all this is packaged together. That's why you have, to be, you have to defend yourself, protect yourself. Because, listen, check this, listen to me. When you pray in, a, in, 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 in this way, you are engaging in spiritual warfare automatically. And the devil is going to shoot more arrows. In fact, if you feel arrows are coming your way, it's a good thing, good sign. You know why? Because things are happening in you. God is working in your life. The last thing you want is you never feel any arrows. You just go back and watch TV at nine o- 8 o'clock at night. Watch an hour. Watch a comedy or whatever. And then your weekend is football or whatever. And that will be that just exactly not what this is saying. All right? So I want to encourage you and exhort you. We are in a warfare. And don't just say we're in a warfare, but engage in it. Be part of it. And that's where we're going to win people for Christ. We're going to establish the kingdom of God. You see? First guy came in. New guy came in this morning. And I'm not just saying that things happen only when new guys come in. But when people are starting a men's fellowship, to me, that is something happening. <laughs> All right? So I'm not measuring, I just, I don't want you guys to get a feel that I'm number crazy or something. No, I'm not. I am souls crazy, yes. I want people to come to Christ because people are important. Because people say that, you know, you just want the number. No, people matter to God. You heard that, right? People matter to God. We want them to come and experience God and save, just like you are saved. So now take the gospel to outside. Freely you have received, Jesus said, right? Freely give. So, all these things. Pray in the Spirit and make this boldness. Okay, so this is a little bit of that. So I'm going to share with you some of the good stuff. Any questions so far? I got one because my wife is waiting for me. Okay. And, and if I am too late, I'll, I'll be too late. <laughs> All right. Have a okay, day. have a good time. I'll, I'll be emailing you. Okay. <laughs> any questions? Anybody? Any thoughts? If not, let me just go straight. Some of this very practical, but very insightful, this book, Paul Miller's book. 
I'm grabbing from some of this book and also Tim Keller's another good book. What's the name of the book? It's called A Praying Life. A Praying Life. Yeah. Get this book if you can. It's from Amazon. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very experiential and yet insightful. I don't want to read a book that's just experiential but no inside substance. This, this is a, a lot of uh, people backing up who are theologians even. Even, even you know, people like Paul, Paul Tripp. I don't know if you heard of it, but some of these guys. You know. So you see something, you, you can be quite comfortable. But I do think, he started with this. You know, my daughter one day cried out, I've been praying for my sister who's mute for years. Dad, I'm not going to pray anymore. And he's, he got stunned for that moment because he's worried about her faith. And for a moment, he worried about his own faith. He confronted the question, Dad, where is God? I'm not going to pray anymore. So that's how he started the conversation. It's pretty gripping, I got to say. You know. He said, God, where, where is God? So that's why I love. That you got to come to a point, you have to pray in the spirit. You got to combine the two, you know. So anyway, this he said, Revelation three twenty said, "Behold, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me." He said, "Prayer life feels like family meal times because prayer is all about relationship." That's a good statement. So you pray with God is relationship with God. It's just like come back for a meal with the family. That's the best time because it's intimate and hints at eternity. We don't think about communication or words about whom we are talking with. Prayer is simply the medium through which we experience and connect with God. So you don't need to worry about words to talk to God. The most important thing, you are connecting with God. Like, like mealtime, do you need to prepare to talk to your family at mealtime? You're supposed to enjoy it. That's prayer. So you don't need to prepare as kind of, what word do I need to say now to God and all this stuff. You're just going and enjoy God, okay? Oddly enough, many people struggle to learn how to pray because they are focusing on prayer, not on God. So they kind of got a very smart, very creative, uh, intelligent, insightful statement, right? So instead of focusing on God, you focus on how to pray. For goodness sake, focus on who God is and just God, all right? So making prayer the center is like conversation, the center of a family meal time. In prayer, focusing on the conversation is trying to drive while looking at the windshield <coughs> instead of through it. So when you're driving, instead of looking through the windshield, you're looking at the windshield. That's prayer, focusing on prayer instead of God. Alright, so prayer is not the center of the book. Getting to know a person, God is the center of this book. This, you like that? Prayer is about who God is, the center of our God. All right. So he's talking about like, like a praying life is interconnected with all of life. You see, you see that he, he says this, I love our youngest daughter, Emily, the more I pray for her. The reverse is true as well. The more I learn how to pray for her, the more I love her. Nor is faith isolated from prayer. The more my faith grows, the bolder my prayers gets for, for Jill, daughter. Likewise, if I suffer... Jesus. Oh, Jill's the wife, sorry. Yeah, my, my wife knows better. 
Likewise, if I suffer, I learn how to pray. As I learn how to pray, I learn how to endure suffering. The intertwining applies to every aspect of Christian life. Suffering and prayer goes hand in hand. So when you pray, your faith grows. When you see things happen, your faith grows. But when you suffer, you pray more. So when you pray, your suffering gets less. You praise God, your faith grows. They go together hand in hand. All right? So don't hunt for feeling in prayer. Don't just look for prayer. You are going to pray to God. I personally, feelings come as I pray. Okay? The problem, he said, the problem he started beginning, he said, the problem is when we don't know how to pray. When we just close our eyes and start praying, our minds go everywhere. So after a while, we give up. God, I cannot do it. I don't know what to say. Tim Keller is a very practical. He's praying back to God through the Psalms. Psalms is the most best book for prayer, called the best prayer manual. David is absolute genius. I mean, the hearts come... His passion and everything. So if you struggle with prayer, start with Psalms. So maybe after this today, everybody, just spend prayer on one chapter of Psalms a day. Every day, do that. All right, so you can, you can communicate with me through email or text me, whatever. You want to hear something funny, Pastor? Yeah. Him, he made fun of me one time. I couldn't believe it. Okay, funny you. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he said, um, uh, get over. So I told him, I said, I said, Get over you. You know you never been. I mean, you've been through this thing here, but you know it's not like me. It's a, you know, I'm. It go take me why to get over this thing here, and we talk about my girlfriend dumping. So, <laughs> you know that one time, and then another time he told me, "Yo, Lam, you got to stop, man." I say, "Stop what?" I say, "Stop smoking." So I say. I say, no, I'm not doing it. They say, no, you, you, you did it for your girlfriend. Why couldn't you do it for yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's like the, the two things that happened to my life. But I remember uh, the, worst, the worst one that I went through in my life, I'm talking about like challenge and difficult, like you guys talking about, and I'm talking to God or I'm praying to God for someone, is when they keep... When I did my time, and I wanted to get out of prison, and I said, they keep hitting me two years, two years, two years, two years, two years. My hair falling down after the fourth time they hit me. Who hit you? you? The parole board. The what? Deny his request. Oh, the parole. Okay. The the prison. Not one time. It's like five times. Not ten more years. They keep me in prison. They kept you in prison for 10 years? No, I'm just saying, after you do 20 years, you, you, you know, you, they allow, like they said, that you did your time, you know? Yes, you, yes. You, 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 if you're ready, they could release you. Right. So now you have to go in front of these three judges. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw okay, the movie. the parole board, yeah. okay? So what I learned from there is that normally, you know, I go back and pray to ask God, you know, what did I do wrong or why I have to go through this in my life, you know, this is why, you know, this and that. It's a lot of things going on with my head. My head falling out at the time, too. And Sorry. I share with my friend about, you know, like conversation with God and stuff like that. And they say, yo, Alan, what are you asking God for? I say, yo, what can I do to, <laughs> to get back and live a normal life, you know? So... That's a testimony. Now, what you said. No, and, and, and the thing is that why? That's the question. Why, God? Why did this thing happen to me? 
And then so, what did he tell you? What do you feel? I mean, the answer come in a, a few different ways. Uh, you know, it could be my friend talking to me. It could be, it could be like um, uh, uh, the other, um, the DA talking to me. I wrote a letter to the DA. District attorney. Yeah, the head DA. And I told him, I said, what can I do to get out of prison? What can I do? And what did well, he say? You know, I, I can't. I can't pay my debt, I told the DA. I can't pay. You know, I, I can't. I'm stuck. What can you do to help me? They just look for good behavior in, in prison, no, right? No, Pastor. No, Pastor. He told me, only God could forgive you. Only God could show you mercy. Mm. Not me. You go pay, buddy. Hallelujah. You go pay. God is the only one that could. I still have no, you know, like, I still have no letter from them, you know. Wow. And then, two years later, they cut me loose. Cut you loose? Yeah. <laughs> Let, Let you go. Cut you loose, yes. Wow. He, he did 28 years. Whew. So then when they increase 10, they cut it to 8, is that what you mean? No, that means that, mean that like, you know, after all, so many times happened to me in my life about, you know, all this stuff here, they finally let me go, you know, they re release me, to release me. So God sold mercy on you, eventually. No, but something else did too, uh, that I learned from that conversation, not only with, you know, like what, what happened to me, what, why, you know, what is my purpose supply that I'm asking? Yeah. You know? Mm. And I found out that they say, yo, do the right thing, you know? So I say, what? You know, and then I start searching for these answer and apply and work and, you know, go to school, educate myself, go to work, and this and that. And then I came out here. I met Gary when I'm in the street, and I couldn't find a job. You know, I couldn't, I, I don't have no paper. So all these things work against me, but it's actually helped me to where I'm going, you know, and it keep me on my feet, keep me on my toe. And then I look back to that letter of the DA when he told me something like that. Pastor, nobody will understand that, but only me understand. If you, if I write you something, I ask you for something, you know, to request you for do something for me, okay? And you, the DA, you're not gonna tell me, okay, you know, I'm going to let you go. You know, I'm going to tell you no. But you honor me. That's what you later. I'm out here. I let him say no. But in action, let me go. Wow, testimony. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing I want to capture like five minutes or so, three to five minutes on you come to the stage and just give that sometime. All right? Just bear in mind. I want a lot of testimonies. And some of you people come and say, whoa, God that is real. blow your mind off. You can't picture something like that. Now, why is happening? What happened? So this time you said that um, the increase 222 two, two until it's 10 years. Is that after 20, they, they want to increase it? I did, I did like, oh, ten, ten you have to go, you have to, go yeah. to uh, parole here before they release you. Right, right. So yeah. the two years Because he got to life. He's got 20 years. I got 20 years to life. Life. So every t 
Once you reach your 20 years, then you go to parole hearing. Right. They could release you, or they, there's a come back and come back in two years. Yeah. We, we go through another parole hearing. Like, what, five times? Yeah, four times. Time. Time. Four times, that's eight years. If he deny you four so, times. So that's why it's 20. So by the, that's why 28, 29 years, I think. Right. But then the, the judge release you before the 10th year. So it's become 28. No, no. They, they, no, they give the, the paper to the, to the state and saying that my minimum time is 20 years. I have to Or, you know, they could make a decision whether they go let me go back here or not, back to the street. Yeah, that what happened. It's serious, you know. It's it's it's, it's, it's uh, <coughs> it def <coughs> definitely difficult, you know. You go through this in life, and you know. And then the other question that I ask <coughs> myself too: not only why I'm here, but why did I did what I did? Why, you know, why I have to go through all that in my life? You know, to face all this thing and to go to prison and then to go, you know, to to leave my family as a kid. And then in, end up in a foster home, in a group home, and then later on become, you know, a gang member. Uh, all these questions, I, I, I have to ask myself. I have to talk to, you know, God and mm. find the answer for myself. Right. And uh, here goes the answer. I'm a tinnaker right now. I'm <laughs> a And uh, I'm to it. I'm doing it. Lately, he and his ex-member. Ex been going to different churches, mega church, big churches, to testimony. To uh, lately, they, they've been doing a lot. See that? They're giving a testimony. So in January, when I come back, I'll set up some time for you to give testimony, okay? Good, John? Sure. I mean, good. So you will give to sometime. And uh, Lamb, you do. Lamb, are you in my email list? Do you get my emails? The same thing again. Pastor. I don't know what happened. I just, uh... Oh my gosh. So. Uh... I don't think he's on it. Yo, so put me on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is your email? Uh, L. Hang on. Uh, L. T R A N G. Or L Tran 32770? No, 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 uh, no, not that one. 89.60. Oh, okay. All right. So, so 80, just, just change the, the 327. Just make it 8960, and it's the same thing. Yeah. So 8960 at gmail.com. That's it. So delete the other one. 8960 is the one yeah, you want. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, so it's about 1 o'clock now. So we shall end here. Uh, we will continue uh, this next year. Next year, <laughs> next year January. All right. Uh, so, you know. The Lord be with you all. Keep in touch with me. And now that I, I'm going to take more responsibility of this church, so I want to give a, you know, give, let, let's have a good run on this. Um, yeah, before you go out, yeah, it, it, it's not easy, you know. Most of us, we, 